Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep. Suplex Retweet. Welcome to the Queendom that is Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. All hail the inventor of women's wrestling, Stephanie McMahon. All hail Steph. All hail Steph. <laughs> uh, the second ESSR Central in a week. Um, lucky, lucky you. As wrestling goes, guys, we we record one day and we call it the Central Curse. We call it we we call it the Central Curse because whenever we stop recording, something breaks in the wild world of wrestling. Something always breaks no matter what you're recording. So when one allegation was made against Vince McMahon on the Tuesday, the Tuesday week, the Wednesday we recorded the apologies. We thought, oh, for God's sake, just another week in WWE, more stuff being dragged up for the past. We'll get to that next week. But a podcast I never thought we'd do. A podcast I didn't think we'd do until Vince McMahon was no longer on this earth. Vince McMahon has stepped down from his role as the CEO of WWE while an investigation is taking place into misconduct between him and John Laurinaitis and Stephanie McMahon now runs the queendom Shane's gone Triple H's heart couldn't take it but who could take it who's going to make you love you love you love me walking to the boardroom just don't care <laughs> John, uh, I'm joined by John Isherwood John this is a a wild podcast I don't think anyone ever thought we'd be doing. Vince McMahon stepping down from control of WWE while still alive. Just another week in wrestling, isn't it? I mean, my word. We, we have had some some scandals and some breaking news over the past couple of weeks. But, I mean, this is the one where you, you kind of ne- you just don't think about it, do you? You know, like Vince McMahon's the ever-present in this situation. You know, like since you've grown up watching it, you knew he's always been there. But you thought at, at some point, you know, these discussions are going to happen and you're going to have to, you know, say what happens after Vince. But I did not 
think that it would end in a manner like this. It's uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, the, the past 48 hours have just been absolutely crazy. So before we, we start at the beginning, um, just a quick plug. Obviously, you can listen to our previous episodes of ESSR Central, our past episodes uh, of feature shows on our back catalogue, reviews, interviews, previews, all the news, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, and all Android podcasting sites, and at Suplex Retweet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where you'll find all our all the links and let you know when all the programmes are coming out. But anyway, um, sorry I'm a bit tongue-tied here. This is certainly a, a last-minute podcast we're kind of throwing together. But um, on Wednesday, the Wall Street Journal uh, reported WWE was probing a secret three million hush packed by CEO Vince McMahon to uh, regarding a woman he had had an alleged sexual affair with. Uh, I know you've got the original uh, the original statement there. Yeah, this is the one that came out. Um, this one that came out today. Uh, the the one from the the board of directors and uh, WWE, which is basically saying that the board of directors have announced a special committee is conducting an investigation into alleged misconduct by its chairman and CEO, Vincent McMahon and John Laurinaitis, the head of talent relations and that effective immediately McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until the conclusion of this investigation. Although McMahon is going to retain his role and responsibilities relating to WWE's creative content during this period. And he uh, remains committed to cooperating with the review that's underway. And I do remember him saying as well in this statement that he is going to abide by any decisions that is made by this investigation. So, yeah, so the original the original one goes out there where. Um, it looks um, the investigation began in April after the WWE board was made aware of a three million uh, settlement between McMahon and a former paralegal for the company with whom Vince had allegedly had an affair with. The settlement was from January 2022, and a statement from the WWE board claims that the relationship was consensual, but formed further investigation. There was numerous numerous settlements with former female employees to silence allegations of misconduct which is when John Laurinaitis' name also entered the picture. So it looks like this is the the straw that broke the camel's back where another, more and more uh, people will, I think, will come out the woodwork in the coming days. Uh, all settlements, including the one involved, involving Laurinaitis, were paid by McMahon using personal funds. McMahon's attorney, Jerry DeVette, had corroborated this in a statement saying WWE never paid any monies to alleged victims. So this is where it, where it first starts. Um, just horrible, horrible things from horrible, horrible people. Um, we've seen this before in the music industry and film industry where it's people who are who are believed to be untouchable and you can't get much more untouchable than Vince McMahon. The guy's not only invented WWE, well, not invented, but the, the modern day WWE, he certainly has... He's built so much in this industry. He's he's the stand, you know, all your alternative wrestling is because WWE exists, because people think, no, we don't like that, we want to do this. Vince has not only created a company, he's created this whole world for himself where he's the top dog and he's untouchable. And it's just, 
It's so it, like when I saw this at first, I thought this will be in the news for a week. The share prices will take a dip, and then nothing, nothing will happen, and we'll go absolutely nowhere with it. That that's what my original thought was. It's such a a, a horrible situation. I mean, th- this is like corporate toxic culture at its worst, and. Like you said, you, know, the, you would think just the cynical side of you sits there and thinks, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's been gone in a week, you know, there'll, there'll be something that'll happen. And then, you know, man's rich, he'll, you know, he'll get the lawyers in there and things will happen and, and you know, it'll just become a thread on Twitter. Uh, but it's not been like that. And, you know, it seems that even though, you know, the statement's coming out saying that he, he didn't use company money, you know, it was personal money and stuff like that. This is still a public traded company. This is still news that's been broken by a huge part of, oh, I hate using this term, the MSM, the mainstream media. Um, and with that going out, you know, these shareholders of this publicly traded worldwide company are going, oh, this isn't good. Yeah, this, this, this is bad. And, you know, then they are obviously sitting there looking at the history and, you know, Vince is no stranger to a scandal. And they probably just thought, well, this is a step too far. We, we, can't, we can't do anything with this. We've got to put our foot down. And it just seems that everything's gone into overdrive over the past 24 hours. And especially this morning that, you know, wrestling Twitter, as we're recording this, is trending right now on, on Twitter. And Stephanie McMahon, who went for a leave of absence is now back running the company. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, this, is, this is just moving at a million miles a minute. And, you know, um, th- there's more points we'll get to in a second. You know, as, as regards what happens on SmackDown tonight, we're obviously recording this on the Friday, uh, straight after the news is broken, but just wow. I mean, this is a messy, messy situation. Yeah, it really is. And... Um... Well, you're talking about, um, so I, you mentioned to me before you came on, you, you were listening to Bully Ray and Busted Open Radio, and he was saying it's immoral, but if he is using his own money, then, you know, it's not it's not company funds, it's not illegal. It's but, those two questions you've got to ask. Morally, is wrong. That's, yeah. that's, that's oh, very, okay. very clear. Legally, you know, is it wrong? Because, you know, the, the, the same as consensual relationship, it's his money he's used, there's non-disclosure agreements, everything's been agreed and things are, you know, as you would have thought, things have just been brushed under the carpet. So is there a, a, a legal challenge to answer? It doesn't appear so. But I'm not a legal expert. No one's pressed charges. No one's done anything like that. It doesn't look like that's going to be a thing. So again, you, you, it's the rock in a hard place, isn't it? Like you're saying, you know, Bully Ray mentioned this. You know, it's morally it's wrong, and we all know that, and that's incredibly obvious, and and you know goes without saying. Legally, where can you go with that? I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm no expert, but again, you know, we're looking at a publicly traded company, yeah. which has well, got to do deals with the likes of Fox, USA, BT Sport. The Saudi Arabian government, when the, the you know they're going over there doing the shows, uh, as they will be doing again later on this year, looking at all the other people that they're working with and people who will look at this and not look at it favourably. 
And the, the the other thing here is, um, and you talk about, we talked about, um, you know, it might not be, he might not go anywhere because Vince used his own money. As you mentioned, the stock might still go down. People might still lose faith with him being involved in the company. And the prime example of this is when, do you remember the storyline when Donald Trump yeah. um, took over, took over, quote unquote, Monday Night Raw? Yeah. And given his financial record, given all the scandals around him before he was president, um, it, people didn't want Donald Trump involved in the company and the share price went down. So if, if they don't want him involved, what makes you think all of a sudden, you know, I know I can see Bill Ray's point, or oh, well, he used his own money. Yeah, he did, but he's the guy in charge, so it doesn't stop him next time. He's using, the face of it. I mean, yeah, yeah you think you, you think WWE, you think Vince McMahon, because like they've been synonymous forever. They are forever intertwined, and you know it is obviously not just because he runs the company. You know, he he brought this whole vision into our lives. You know, from WrestleMania to now, and. It's this board who are going to sit there going, yeah, well, we're going out and presenting ourselves to international TV partners and, you know, uh, and the Make-A-Wish Foundation and, you know, uh, uh, Susan G. Komen and, you know, we're doing the be, be a bully, yeah, don't be a bully, be a star, you know, and doing all these things, you know, and, and then they go, well, Vince McMahon's still associated with you because we're not we're not down with that. So all these guys now, they've got to make a big decision. I, I said this on my Twitter before as well. I think this is a genuine sea change in the world of WWE and wrestling in general. And, you know, there are a million and one ways to get towards the end game, which I know we're going to end up discussing at some point here. But this is this is a day where I think things are going to change. If you're still there, yeah, yes, I am still here. Sorry, numpty here. Sorry, I'm. I'm the, the I, thought you, I thought you cut off. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the story's ever changing, and I was reading. Oh the next God, there's no there. war, is there? So the investigation is now widening in scope to look at WWE's human resources programs and overall corporate culture. Board members Matt G. Singh is leading the investigation for the twelve-person board of directors which still includes McMahon family members, Stephanie McMahon and her husband, Paul Levesque. Now, remember, as we mentioned, Stephanie McMahon stepped away from all corporate duties from WWE as the chief brand officer in May, one month after the investigation began. She cited this was due to spending time with her family. I don't think anyone batted an eyelid at that, I think, because, you know, we know Triple H's health condition. He officially retired at WrestleMania this year. Um, but, I think we all thought, yeah, she's stepping down. But as you mentioned, this this really could be a changing of the wave. I was talking to my my cousin David about this before um, before we came on the air, and he was talking about it's going to be weird. Like, where do we go from here? What is what does post Vince? What does the post Vince era look like? Because he he's put honestly, some sort of allegation was like the only thing getting him to move away. That or someone coming in and just going. Like, I, I don't. In fact, no. I don't even think if someone came in and went, "There's a billion dollars. Give me your shares." And Vince would have said, "No, 
You can hundred percent, hundred percent. Not a chance he would have taken that. No way, because this is his thing, and he was like said, yeah, the only time he would leave it is in a wooden box. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's like for years people have said, oh, is he slowing down? And everyone who's close to him, the likes of JR and that, have always said, he's never going to slow down. He's he's inhuman. He, he's a freak of nature. You know, Chris Jericho talked about once where they were coming back, I, I believe it was from like an overseas tour, and he was on the jet with McMahon. And he thought, I'll get some sleep on the plane. McMahon is on no sleep, drinking heavily, blasting ACDC, and then tells Chris, we're going to the gym as soon as they land. He is a, he is a freak. He is inhuman. He, he is well. an absolute freak of an individual. You know, like you said, I've heard so many stories like that where he's you know, ringing people up at four in the morning going, hey, let's go down to the gym. You know, and, and, and they're straight in the gym. You're like, what the? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the classic story of him ringing up, you know, Mark Calloway. And, and when he says to him, is this the Undertaker? You know, like this is this is a guy who who just completely buys into this entire world. He is a completely unique individual, and it's just it's just crazy that you know that, that we're here right now. I'm still trying to get my head around everything. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, it's just it, it's it's absolutely unbelievable. I, it, I don't know if you've seen these comments. I know you've been looking online as we've been talking as well. Uh, Maria Canellis has actually tweeted about it as well. And, and she was saying, like, hopefully, you know, with this, whatever's happening, hopefully the company culture will change. You know, yeah. As I said before, I think this is it's corporate com- company culture at its most toxic. And you know, she was saying, say anxiety filled time for a lot of people that work there. Because no matter what is happening to that one person, and obviously we are talking about that one individual, there are many others affected by this. Yeah. And it's going to be anxiety-inducing for them. You know, I mean, this is like, hello, I was saying, you know, this this guy's a unique individual who would never let go of this company. But I think now he might be in a position where he's got to say, I've got to back away from this. And there's been the rumors, and we've heard them so many times, that Nick Khan's come in here and he's prepping this company for a sale. And this, it just adds, even, you know, it's not not connected in any way, but adds more fuel to that fire. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so you've just talked about that, that corporate attitude, that that company attitude, and it just, it for anyone who's not seen the Dark Side of the Ring um, episode about the plane ride from hell, oh my, you can tell, you can tell the people who. And I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, but you can tell the people who have been in the business and are sort of jaded to certain behaviours and people who were not in the wrestling business and and were shocked by it because there's two interviews, two prominent interviews throughout that episode with women. One of them is Terry Runnels and one of them is the flight attendant. Yeah. Who, I, I can't remember her name, but she alleged that Ric Flair... Uh, forced herself on her and Scott Hall grabbed her and all that and she's shaking when talking about this and you know rightfully so it's a traumatic incident you know multiple people forced herself on her again you know she didn't give consent and then you've got Terry Runnels talking about um, 
She was flashed by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar flashed his penis at her. And Dustin Rhodes says, yeah, just not, don't sell it. And then when her ex-husband, who she's divorcing at the time, Dustin Runnels, gets up on the intercom and starts singing, uh, he sang a, a love song to her. Yeah. It, when she turns round horrified, as you would be in that conversation, Paul Heyman apparently said as well, don't sell it, don't sell it. And the, the interviewer says to her, like, it seems every time anything happens to you, people say, don't sell it. And she went, oh yeah, you just need to show them and it doesn't bother you. And you're like, wow, that is such a, such a, a two traumatising incidents at an ex-spouse making a seed of himself drunk, trying to quote-unquote win you back, and some guy you don't know who's just started working with you flashing himself at you. Those are Those are things that anyone would be shook up about, but because of the quote unquote, it's the business. She, she's, she's just so calm about it. And you're like, wow, that is such a, such a different, it's, it's almost sad that you're like, how many times this happened that you're so numb to that? It and is, I isn't agree, it? It's yeah, so I sad. agree with Maria Canellis that hopefully that does lead to a, a change because if it's happening there at corporate level, do you think Vince is caring if there's people running about fucking flashing people or grabbing people's fucking asses? Well, look, we all know that, you know, that ribbon was such a big thing. You know, it was, it was a huge part of the locker room, uh, you know, sort of camaraderie. Um, yeah, we always heard about uh, God Rest His Solo in Heart being an absolutely incredible ribber. And, you know, he never did anything that was harmful. You know, like there's... The stories you heard later on, like, you know, and Randy Orton, I'll admit, now he's grown up, you know, and he, he's a different person than he was when he was young in that locker room, you know, and, and there's, there's all the rumors about, you know, him taking a dump in someone's bag and stuff like that. The, the, there's so many things which just, that is in the past, but for some reason, that corporate culture it still seems to remain in a lot of companies, you know, and, and you, you do hear these horrible stories. I mean, you even hear like th these kind of, if you, you subscribe to things like pop bitch and stuff like that, you will see these kind of rumors about certain prominent places, you know, and, and, and people in power all across the country. And it is a, a genuine worry, but then you've got to look at the locker room now, which is, a different set of people, you know, like the undertaker said this before. He never, he, he doesn't understand why, you know, some of these guys come in and they just sit there playing video games. He doesn't get it because he's from the old school. Like people have changed that, you know, it, it, we, we moved on. Yeah. That's not society anymore. That's not how it works. And, you know, if this is going, you know, to, to help usher that, old school mentality out then great you know even better you know that 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 may be vince's extra parting gift to the business he's ushering that out but i mean with, with all that you know this is this is genuinely going to get so much stickier along the way and especially with everything that, that's happening tonight because it's you know i you know not that i want to kind of lead you onto this one but obviously smackdown tonight 
we've had yeah, it announced yeah. earlier on today that Mr. McMahon is going to make an appearance and, and CNBC have been reporting that Mr. McMahon is going to be in character in yeah, this that, performance. I, I genuinely thought that, you know, when they say oh, Vince McMahon's going to appear on SmackDown, it's going to be a pre-tape. There's going to be nothing either side of it. It's just going to be bang in there, in, out. Michael Cole, Pat McAfee ain't going to acknowledge or respond to it or anything. It's just going to be there and that is it. But no, it looks like we're getting Vinnie Mac in character. That that is a weird one, and I, it's such a weird. I, again, we talked about that old school. Man, oh, I, it's almost as if if he can't go out on his back as a performer, he's going to go out getting a massive pop in the ratings, and it, it, it's just so bizarre. And as you mentioned, Undertaker talking about that that new school mentality of people come in just to play video games or they, because it's just so foreign to, and it's like, it, it, it's that 80s, 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s rock star lifestyle where yeah. guys would go out, drink and take every sort of drug imaginable, ruin their marriages, sleeping with every woman <laughs> that they could then going on stage the next day and then doing it all over again the next night. And the wrestlers were the same. They would go yeah. out after shows. Uh, Kevin Ash always says you can't drink beer because you get a beer belly, so you drink vodka. But then yeah. you don't want to get too fucked up, so you take this pill. But then you want to get a buzz on, so you take that, that pill. pill. And then yeah. you want to come down the next day, so when you wake up, you take this pill. And then you're taking that pill to sleep. And then it, it's no wonder so many of these guys died of a heart attack in their 30s. Like... Like their body was like slow, slow down. You look at all the the rock stars that have died young, or you look at the ones that survived. They look like shit now. <laughs> the the Rolling Stones look like they look like spitting image puppets now. For God's sake. Yeah, and and it, you, know, you look at like Ozzy Osbourne, who, you know, Sharon said the other day that he's going to have an operation. I don't know whether he's had it or not yet, but he's having an operation, which apparently she said he's going to like change the course of his life. It's going to determine the rest of his life. Yeah, like th this is a man who who has literally pounded everything. You know what I mean? It, it, in the world, every substance he can get his hands on, I expect. But oh, it's it's crazy. And now you look at like you know the athletes. There. I mean, I, the the locker rooms I've been in. When I've been in any any wrestling locker room, and I've had you know the couple of matches that I've had, the guys I work with now, the guys and girls I work with now, they ain't like that. They'll go out and party. I remember the first match I was in. One of the guys who, who you know. Uh, has just been wrestling in ICW recently. Um, he he was saying like, oh, you know, right, everyone's welcome around mine tonight. If you want, yeah, we're going to do this, 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 and this. We're going to, you know, it was it was a board game tournament, kind of board game tournament. And he said like, you know, if if you want to have a drink, you know, I'm not your dad, but don't forget you're wrestling tomorrow. Yeah, no, and we're like that. That's cool. That's how it, that's how it, it is now. But you know, back in the day, you know, it's like right. Well, we've got to like you know, chin a bottle of Jack Daniels. No. And, and, you know, just be gen genuinely fairly offensive to people and, and, and have a, you know, fun time like you would. But oh, it's just that that uh, whole toxic attitude has got to go now. And uh, again, like I say, I, I think this might just be the sea change in wrestling that's coming now. You know, there's going to be there's going to be a difference. I think, yeah, I think things are going to things are going to get things are going to get crazy before they get calmer. Well, let, let's talk about um, one side of that where um, 
So Alex Sherman uh, from CNBC uh, mentioned that Vince McMahon will speak tonight on SmackDown in character as Vince McMahon to address his temporary, ex- uh, temporary absence. Uh, but he also tweeted out, I'm also told that elevating Stephanie to CEO after she just left Focus on Family is an optics play to signal that Vince McMahon has no intention of stepping down. So essentially, if, if um, nothing comes of this investigation and if he still retains, he, he has spent years putting yes men on the board. If he retains his position, he has no intention of going anywhere. This is this is a thing where he will need to be found guilty. His, you know, we talk about not wanting people's legacies tarnished. Th- this looks like one he'll he'll only step down if his legacy is ripped to shreds, and he is going to go kicking and screaming. He is not going to go gently into the good night. He, I've got a feeling he'll be texting Stephanie every single. Every single thing she should be doing. I it's think a risky is, power play. Yeah, I think this is the the running WWE from jail we never got during the steroid trial. I mean, it really is just you know unthinkable to think that anybody could. I mean, that's like that's like mob boss mentality, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like they they're, they're going to run everything from jail. They're going to run their uh, legitimate uh, waste management company from jail. You know, it's. It's just unthinkable. I mean, like, like I said, I think that yeah, you've got there a, a giant power play with a huge risk attached. Yeah, this this is you know the the big throw of the dice. If he is going that manner, I think he's clever enough not to. You know, he'll still get a good amount of money for his shares if he you know he's, he he wants to get the sale. I mean, if he sells the company as it is, and Nick Khan can you know, do a a good deal with whoever. And, you know, the talk was NBC, I think, you know, because they're looking at the Peacock situation. Um, you know, he could get some good money from them and, and, and walk away. And then, you know, the corporate restructure can happen at the top. But is this the whole thing, you know, where we're, we're going to see, what, 20-odd years on, and a, a repeat of, you know, him buying his opposition. Are we going to see him, you know, just like, well, I've survived this, you know, and I control everything. So, you know, it it, it doesn't matter to me anymore. It, I mean, there's so many, so many pathways to go with this. And you know, obviously we've got to let nature take its course and the, the investigation to define what it does. But yeah, it's, well, it's crazy. Let's talk about another layer to this. Um, a rumour killer that was announced yesterday uh, regarding uh, the ongoing investigation. There was a rumour making the rounds regarding the sale of WWE stock over the last few days and that oh, it could yeah. be considered insider trading because of the volume of trading over the last several days. One version of the rumour that was WWE executive producer and chief global television, chief of global television distribution, Kevin Dunn, might have been involved in insider trading of the past month, selling WWE stock while being a member of the board of directors. That would be at the same time with the boarders investigating the McMahon allegations. Uh, however, PW Insider was reporting that the only issue with this rumour is that Kevin Dunn hasn't actually been a member of the WWE board of directors for many years now. There are 12 members of the board, uh, which can be found on WWE's corporate website. Dunn is not listed and has not been for years. While Dunn is a top-level executive, he's not part of the board or involved in the investigations on Vince McMahon. He would be free and clear to sell any stock without restrictions that would apply to board members. 
It's also noted that a top WWE executive, uh, the top WWE executives all have restrictions on when they can sell WWE stock and when they when they do sell it in great numbers, they need to apply and receive corporate approval from the company itself before moving forward with the sale. Any stock sold by Dunn last month would have been under that process. So essentially, Kevin Dunn is free and clear of wrongdoing. It's just, it's just another thing I heard last night, and you're like, what, really? And that, without kind of looking into it, you're like, oh, I can see that. I can see, yeah, because they're so close. And it's like, oh, is he on the pod? I don't know. And, you know, then when you dig into it, you're like, oh, okay, right. Um, yeah, another wild. I think there's going to be even wilder rumors probably popping out now, you know, like the talent, bless them, are going to have to, you know, really sort of batten down the hatches and, and not say anything at all, you know, because they're going to be getting quizzed left, right and centre about this. And oh, it's just, I mean, what's next? I, I don't even know. I mean, what's, what is next? What's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen next is Stephanie McMahon takes over with immediate effect. She uh, is back! Ben, oh no, sorry, Bishop. <laughs> Here comes the money. We all know we, we, this is a bit we can joke about, you know. Mr. McMahon's on SmackDown. It's like, trust Vince to turn it into a freaking angle. Come on. It is on oh, it's so <laughs> So WWE, isn't it? Um but yeah, um, so apparently Stephanie sent a message to the WWE staff upon becoming the interim CEO and chairwoman uh, four hours ago. This was reported. Uh, so WWE released a statement saying that obviously Vince was stepping down as CEO due to ongoing investigations. As reported by Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics on Twitter, Stephanie sent the following message to all staff saying, I will be returning from my leave of absence and assuming the interim role of chairwoman and CEO. I love our company and I'm excited to continue to work with our President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Can and our Chief Financial and Administrative Offer, Officer sorry, Frank Riddick. And I, of course, look forward to working with all of you. My door is always open. So, um, is maybe Stephanie going to go on the charm offence? Because I, I've been watching far too much succession. I'm thinking far too much. <laughs> but I'm thinking Stephanie knows... The, the board members that don't like Vince and the board members that are loyal to Vince, she wants to take down Logan Roy. I mean, uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> she is going to do it in any way possible. I mean, look, Steph now has got to, you know, sit there and, yeah, obviously she's still taking all this in, no doubt. You know, she's what, a couple of hours into the gig again and she's sat there going, right, okay, smack down tonight, I've got to deal with She's kind of got to hold the fort. She's got to hold everything down. She's got to make sure that things aren't going too wild left, right, and center. And make sure that everybody is like, right, calm. We're going to deal with this. And then, yeah, she is probably going to speak to those people who are, God, it's like politics, isn't it? You know, you go, speak to, to those loyal to the prime minister uh, and those ones who are, are not happy, you know. And, and then maybe, like you said, try that charm offensive or you know, what's going to happen? Or is this going to be, you know, right, I'm coming in here. Um, how much power have I got? What can I do? Okay, let's clear the decks. Let's do something. Um, and, well, you know, while while the, while the cat's away, you know, I mean, he, he says he's got full, you know, control over the creative and all that, but I'm sure that can be stopped. Like you said, that can be stopped in, in seconds. 
you know, that changes could happen very, very fast. Well, uh, we go back to WrestleNomics, uh, Brandon Thurston, who was speaking to uh, Bust Open Radio about um, Stephanie being the interim uh, CEO. He said, I know that Stephanie's going to be the interim CEO, but I've heard from many people that the likes of Stephanie and Kevin Dunn, for example, do not like each other. As long as someone like Kevin Dunn has a job at WWE, this seems to be for the public consumption looking around at some of the headlines that I see in the mainstream today, I think WWE is getting the response for the headline that they want. So essentially, this goes back to Alex Sherman, who broke the news that it looks like it's an optics play to signal Vince has no intention of stepping down and that Stephanie's stepping in while he's being look, uh, looked into for harassing another woman. Putting a woman in the boss's place is very much an optics play. Yeah, there's that. I mean, yeah, she 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 could be there to make things look a little bit better. Um, I mean, yeah, when from the outside looking in, Stephanie McMahon running, you know, a, a, a young woman who is, you know, quite highly regarded. So it seems looking at some of the things she's picked up on Twitter, you know, the awards that she keeps getting. I know a lot of the uh, UK press have. Uh, praised her when she's been over here and you know, find it very accommodating. She's very nice. Um, and, and she's now in the top job. She's running, you know, no matter what anyone says, the biggest wrestling company in the world, the biggest sports entertainment company in the world. And that's a, that's a huge thing. It's a big, big thing. That is absolutely what it's. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Um, on our main episode of Central next week. Um, but this this was sort of just a, a thrown together last minute. Um, we couldn't not talk on the day that Vince McMahon stepped away from WWE, even temporarily. Like, the, these things are... Th- there are things you do emergency podcasts for, and these are one of them. Like, yeah. this is... Yeah, we know the the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet audience. You know, we know what they like, and, and I think it'd be a disservice if we didn't come on and do this, and and you know, put something out for them to kind of digest our thoughts on it, and and throw in with their own as well. I mean, there's there's so much more that I could think about. What's going to happen here? You know, I mean, I as I said, I see this as the genuine sea change now. I think I don't think Vince is coming back. I I don't think you know we're we're going to see. You know the the invasion angle, you know, kind of thing where he picks up. You know, I've, I've I, up think, WCW, I don't think we're going to get that. I think you know this is going to be a change. And yeah, I mean, my 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 thought process. I've been talking to people today. You know, involves you know people who have walked away from WWE now, who haven't gone anywhere else because they've been holding out for you know may, maybe major money, or maybe they knew something was coming. And they're holding out because they know that somebody might be in charge who favors them a little bit. And that person might just rehire them and put them in a prominent position. So I think this, you know, no more I think about it, this has been a 21 year long play (laughs) for Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon bought ECW. Yeah. And when. When Team Alliance with ECW originals like Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> couldn't get the job done at Survivor Series 2001, 
She sold the video library of ECW to her father and obviously got herself a cushy job on the on the board. Then in 2002, see when all the AOL contracts expired and all the WCW people came into WWE? Yep. I think she was in the background going, Vince doesn't know how to handle the NWO. Oh, is Vince did that with Goldberg? Then, then she plants the seeds in Triple H's mind in 2012. We should have our own developmental company. And NXT's born. And from 2012 onwards, while Triple H becomes the darling of the internet, she knows if they want him, they're going to have to put up with me with a package deal. And more and more and more, Stephanie has wormed her way in. And it all started from that day she bought ECW from Paul Heyman. So well done, Stephanie, for the best long-term storytelling we the have ever billion, seen in WWE. The billion-dollar princess does it good. From from SmackDown general manager to the top woman. What a woman. Speaking of uh, what a woman, um, everyone's favourite chainsaw enthusiast, Linda McMahon. Um, <laughs> it looks like her and... Um, her and Vinnie Mac themselves, they aren't together anymore. Yeah, um, I mean, so the rumours say, yeah, you know, so the, 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 uh, the, the dirt sheets, as you would say, are, uh, are reporting that, that they've not been together. And, you know, I, uh, not one to speculate of, of people's marriages, but I mean, yeah, you put two and two together, you can easily make five here, can't you? <laughs> well, if you go into Sean Ross, uh, Sean Ross's, Sean Ross Sapp's, I might have cold coming on here. Um, if you hey, go fever, into, man, hey, fever, hey, fever. If you go on to Sean Ross Sapp on um, Twitter, um, he has a link to the uh, realtor website that is selling what is alleged to be Vince and Linda's $4.1 million Stanford penthouse. It is it's absolutely stunning. And if there's ever a doubt, there's 40 photos on there. It's about photo 16, the home office. If you ever doubt that this home belonged to Vince McMahon, go look at the home office and then oh, go... I'm, I'm looking for this link right now. I need to find it. I need to see this. Then just think, do you remember the scene uh, at Money in the Bank 2020 where they're fighting in the office? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, that's, that office is almost identical. It looks like a mixture of that office and... Um, the thing in Flash with Gideon, it, it looks like that. Oh my word! Seriously, I've just, I've, oh no, that's different. That's a different link. I've, I've seen. There's a video I've seen here, uh, and uh, I, th I think this might be the, uh, the correct link. Um, uh, oh yeah, here we go. The building photo. Yeah, the one Broad Street. Um, yeah, the, the, the photo looks uh, fairly wonderful there, and. Uh, yeah, I mean this. This is this is a, a definite, incredible piece of uh, piece of building. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there's a video, isn't there, as well as I'm uh, I'm looking. I'm just trying to make sure that YouTube is. Uh, oh, there, there she is. Um, yeah, my word. Oh, yeah, th th yeah. This is definitely definitely a Vince McMahon place. Yep. Gaudy, tacky, <laughs> not at all subtle. Vince McMahon all over. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised it's not like full of photos of him. If I'm brutally honest, because that, yeah, 
I mean, I have I have photos of me. I have photos of me around my house, but at least I'm with other people. I'd say that Vince would probably have like self portraits. I I pity the poor housekeeper that was told to take down the 57 photos of yeah. Vince from just the conservatory, uh, just for the living room. What I want to know though is if yeah, because obviously Steph's going to move into his office now. I mean, is she going to like take those dinosaur bones down? I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens when Vince gets to use his dinosaur bone. But anyway, oh, um, <laughs> nap. <laughs> and that imagery, folks, we'll leave you there. Uh, thanks for joining us for this special edition of Central. Thanks to John for joining me on such short notice. My pleasure, uh, mate. Let's see what goes down on SmackDown tonight. Oh, enjoy SmackDown tonight, folks. Remember, at Suplex Retweet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, and all good Android podcasting sites. We'll see you soon, and we'll talk more about this on the Main Central on Wednesday. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 